The voice hissed into his ear. So, you managed to sneak out again and have another little look at what you know you can't have. What a pointless exercise. There was no need to turn to know who it was, no need to try and run, no point in running. He'd been wondering if maybe this could be his year, the year everything worked out right, even though it was nearly half gone and nothing was changed, and he'd been daring to dream about the usual thing. But that tumbled out of his mind now. In its place came thoughts of pain, fear, darkness. You know you shouldn't be here, sneered the voice. You should be at home, getting ready for your, the sarcasm deepened, big appointment. He blinked hard, knowing what was coming, feeling it starting to slither over his mind and body, somehow laughing at his useless attempts to hold it back. But already the estuary was receding. For a moment he saw the glistening belly of mud, and far out from the shore the waters of the ray gut, dancing with boats. Even the dark, distant shape of Southend Pier stretched out like an uncurled whip. Then that faded with the rest. Vision going? The voice clucked in mock sympathy. Usually does, doesn't it? You mustn't get so worked up over things. He felt his fingers twist and clutch round his eyes, as though trying to hold in the light which now oozed from them. High above him, he heard gulls screaming. The voice gave an exaggerated sigh, this time in his other ear. Another fit coming, and here you are with just me to look after you. Ah, uh, ah! Uh! A tremor rippled through his hands, and he thrust them into his pockets. That won't work, jeered the voice. You won't stop the spasms that way. You tried that before. Now all he saw was darkness. In the absence of light, he clung to other sensations. The tang of the estuary, the prickle of sweat along his neck, the rumble of a train behind the sea wall thundering down towards South End. But these two were leaving him. He felt his head roll, his eyes gyrate, his shoulders, arms, legs, tense and twitch. He tasted blood on his tongue where he'd bitten into it. The voice came back again, drawling its favorite theme. Midget, mad midget, the loony from Leon C. <coughs> the first spasm locked him in a knot of pain. Midget the mumbler, fifteen years old and he still can't master his speech impediment.